This is Buccaneers Total Access. He's hit, he's crunched, he's clobbered by Gerald McCoy. Wow. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. Your friend on the digital frontier. Now live from Hooters, the original wing joint. Celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. Here's your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Hey there, Bucks fans. How's everybody doing on this beautiful Monday afternoon? We are live from Hooters on Hillsboro, and I am so honored to have Damar Dotson with me. Damar, thanks for being with us. I'm so glad to be here. This is so exciting. I got to have you on the Allie and Donovan show this last week. You know, that's how, show. You know that's how I became famous. That's what did it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I, um, when I got on the show... I had so many people calling me and texting me and say, I seen you on the Allen Donovan show. That's amazing. I say, man, I've been here 10 years. <laughs> and I never got so much attention until I got on the Allen Donovan show. The Allen show. Donovan show. That's so I, I told them, guys, thank you. Look at that. We just yeah. we, we can look back and say that we made DeMar yeah. Dotson who he is. <laughs> and thank you, too, um, Casey. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. I appreciate I, it. I, I feel important for a couple of days. I love, that's what we're here for. That's yeah. what we're here for. Uh, and it is funny to realize you've been here for 10 years. Is it weird to see that, you know, guys like them, that you remember them as, as wee little rookies, and now look at them with their own TV show? <laughs> They're they, they growing up. They're growing up. You know, <laughs> Slowly they growing, but surely. They're they growing up. You know, so, I, like I said, those guys coming to their own, and they're they doing a good job, you know, as, as people and, and players, and, and they 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 actually taking control of the room. Look at I that. I mean, you know, guys like Allen and Donovan basically just, you know, run the room. So now do you get to be the, the vet that just, like, rests on his laurels that just kind of yeah, sits back? Yeah, I just, I, just, I just sit there and be quiet. <laughs> you know, I don't have a whole lot to say. That's you know, pretty great. I'm just like that, you know, that old person that just sit back in the chair. I don't like to get too high. I'm so imagining just, just that you're like in a rocking low. chair, the way you said that. Like, I'm the old person who sits back there. Like, you have a rocking chair in the O-line meeting room. For I the, think I, I, I probably need one. You, yeah, we need to wait, get you wait, those with I some back support, you know, now that you've been in the league 10 years. If I ain't old, I feel it. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I guess they, they say you, you're only as old as you feel. So. And so, you feel old? So I feel about 73. <laughs> So. It is funny. But you're, how old are you? 33. Three. Yeah. So I think it's funny that in any other walk of life, 33 is oh, just not. Young. Yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. you're just getting started <laughs> in your career. Yeah. And is it weird to think that like, do, do you actually think it makes you feel I older than you really are? So when I leave out here and be done and retired and I'm going to the real world, you're just going to be another young man. A so, young whippersnapper. So I don't know what to do. So. <laughs> I can't. I can't walk around in the world in the real world and act like I'm old. So that's true. People are gonna look um, at you a little funny if you're, you know, 35 years. Yeah. But at that point, I hopefully I made enough money. I can just go on off and just, you know, sit on an island somewhere. Sit on go. an island. Is that the yeah. plan for you? The the retirement plan is sit on an island. Well, if my wife wants to sit with me. Yeah, so I'll that's be true. Right. That's a good save right there that she is invited. This is good. Well, I know you guys probably have tons of questions for Demar Dotson. You can use hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the More section of the Bucks app, or you can also give us a call and talk to him yourself. Hillsboro eight one three nine nine. 4620 Pinellas 727-461-4620 and toll-free 888-546-4620. So the, the game against San Francisco, I, I have to imagine that it was, first of all, really nice to be playing with a lead, that that had been something that had been a few weeks for you guys. And um, I know for the offense in particular, you guys game plan a lot for how you want to start a game. And if you're playing from behind, that can change what you guys want to do. So so how nice was that for you guys this week? Yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing. Like, like a lot of weeks, we're, starting, we're just starting so slow. And, um... And, and a lot of things that was killing us is, is, is turnovers. So I think that's what Dirk, you know, harped all week, you know, you know, for the offense, you know, not to have no turnovers and, for, and challenge the defense to get some turnovers. And that's what happened. Defense got two turnovers. The offense had zero turnovers. Right. And that's the first time, like, you know, maybe five or six weeks that we had, you know, zero turnovers. So that was that was a good thing too, and and, and and we started real fast. Like defense started fast. I mean, shutting that team out to nine points. Yeah, that's you know? huge. So 
that, 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 was some, that was some good stuff. It just felt good to get a win. You know, we haven't had a win in, what, you know, five, five six weeks. So it felt good, you know, and guys was in the locker room feeling good. Yeah, I could tell yeah. that it seems like you, at this point in the season, it was the excitement and relief that when you get on a little bit of a losing streak, it can feel that pressure a little yeah. bit, and it just feels like it releases a lot of that pressure. Wins are hard to come by. You know, this is a hard, you know, league to win win football games in. So when you get one, you got you to gotta cherish it. So, you know, we, we let a lot of um, games get away. I mean, a lot of games that we lost, we should have won it. So, you know, and, and, and a lot of things that we were losing by, we were losing by things that we control, you know, turning the ball over and, and a lot of men are So that's things we try to clean up this week, and I think we did a good job at it. Yeah, how much does that change the mentality of when you feel like you did everything you could and another team was just better as compared to when you yeah. feel like you're beating yourself? That, that, that's the worst thing. I, and I think that was the most, first, you know, most frustrating thing with, with Coach. You know, we, we knew we had the talent. And, but we was out here beating ourselves. And it's hard to win this league when you beat yourself because it's hard to go out there and beat guys, period. Yeah. But when you're beating yourself, you got no chance. And that's what we were doing. It wasn't that people was physically beating us. I mean, the only game that we physically got beat in was Chicago game. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was just games that we really beat ourselves. Yeah, that's so true. And the, the idea of a complete game, I know that's something you guys have been talking about all season where it felt like, you know, the offense would go off for all these points, but then the defense would kind of struggle, and then the defense played so well against Washington, and then the offense could only get three points. So yeah. what caused the complete game to finally come together this week, and, and how can you replicate it moving forward? I think guys were just, you know, so tired of just losing. I mean, you get guys like JPP who was, you know, really trying to rally this team together, you know, rally this defense together, and, 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 and we had a good week of practice. I mean, I mean, you can tell, like, the whole week of practice, the energy, you know, guys was just, like, motivated to go out here and get a win. And no matter who was playing, I mean, you know, even though it was a San Fran, guys was just motivated to go out here and play well and put a complete game, special team, offense, defense together. And that was probably, the, the, you know, one of the best games in order in the Saints in, 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 um, in Philly that we had a game that we put everything together. So, you know, hopefully we can build on that because, you know, guys, like I said, after the game, guys, you know, got that feeling on what it's like to win a game again. Because when you go six games or five, six games to losing in a row, you kind of lose that, that, that feeling on what it's like to win. And then you remember, oh, yeah, this is a lot yeah, of fun. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, fun, it's fun to win. So, you know, I, I see guys like JPP call, you know, calling out the, the fans. Say, I, we need everybody out here for, you know, to go out here and play on um, Carolina. So, you know, you can just see the excitement that, 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 that just that one win brought. That's so true. That's a great point. And how much does one side of the, the ball influence the other, you know, when you're having a complete game versus when you're not? Of, let's say for you guys on the offense, if you know the defense is struggling, does that make you feel like you guys got to push a little bit harder? Or how much does that really matter to you guys in that moment? I think, I think that, you know, the offense motivates the defense and defense motivates the offense. Like, like, like for example, when, you know, the defense on the one-yard line and the second and, one, second and goal at the one-yard line and you end up stopping those guys and making those guys kick a field goal, on, on the one-yard line. I mean, that's that's big. I mean, that's a, that's a motivation. That's a, that's a game changer. I mean, because if they would have, you know, got that touchdown, that, I mean, the score would have been 13-13. So that's a, that's a game changer, the momentum switch that, you know, here you got the offense, you know, watching the defense and cheering them on to, to make that stop. And, you, and, and they make that stop and they kick a field goal. I mean, that's just another motivation that, you know, what, what the defense can bring to the offense. That's huge. And Peyton Barber uh, definitely had a great game last yeah. week, 160 yards, and um, he's had some really nice runs. And uh, I know run blocking has been something you guys have really emphasized a lot this year, wanting to get that running game going. So uh, what what have you seen from well, him? Well, and- well Peyton, Peyton runs hard. I mean, he's a guy He's a guy that's, that's on a mission, you know, and, and, and he's, he's determined. He's hungry. 
You know, I mean, you, you, you listen to this guy's story, I mean, the way he supports his mom and his family and stuff, and he got that determination. Like, he, he's carrying his whole family on his back. So, I mean, you can see the way the guy go out there and run. I mean, running over tackles. And, I mean, sometimes you, he, you think he stopped. And it's a several times throughout this season when, you know, he, he should have been stopped at maybe like the 10-yard line and he gets to the 20-yard line. I mean, I mean, just an extra 10 yards, that guy just fighting. So, you know, Peyton, one of those guys that you just got to, you know, tip your head off to him. He's just like me. He's a, he was an undrafted free agent, and, he, and he's coming here with a chip on his shoulder. And he was chopping at a bit for the opportunity for – you know, a lot of years, you know, behind Doug, you know, now he got that opportunity. You can see the guy just, like, fighting for every inch and every yard. So, you know, you tip your hat off to, to a guy like that. And that's cool to hear that you know his story and, and like it, and, and there, it seems like it makes you want to yeah. root for him more. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, like, it's like one of those success stories. Because, I mean, uh, he's a tremendous person. I mean, it's just not like, you know, a good football player. He's a tremendous person. And, and, and to me, that's what I respect more, you know, not just a, a football player because, you know, what what what's gonna carry you long after this game over is is, is your character and, and the kind of person you are. So that's that's what I root about that person. And um, he he's just a tremendous person. I mean, he don't say much. I mean, if, if you wouldn't look over there and see him over there, you wouldn't know he in the room. <laughs> you know, that's just the type of person he is. But you know, when he get out there on on, on Sundays, he he runs with a chip on his shoulder. That's awesome. We got a first caller on the line here. We got James from Largo. Hey there, James. Hey guys, uh, loving the show as always. I'm a, I'm a regular here, uh, it seems like, so it's pretty cool. But uh, hey, Demar, I want to ask you a quick question. First of all, it's, it's awesome to talk to you and a uh, great win yesterday. It was really cool to see that. Uh, but I wanted to ask you uh, just two questions if I could. Uh, I usually do a, a football question and then a fun question when I call. Uh, so the football one is... Uh, what, what's it going to take for you guys to kind of go on a run here um, and, and really uh, get some consistency going forward, just maybe on all sides of the ball, but maybe even specifically with, with yourself uh, and your, your crew there? And then the fun question is, um, really, I asked this last week, but I like, I like the answer. So uh, what's your favorite uh, dessert of choice? If you had to pick one, what's your favorite dessert of choice? And I appreciate you taking the call and uh, have, have a good rest of the season, man. Well, I'm, I'm going to start with the dessert first. Cause I love I'm a, it. This is I'm exactly a, what Donovan I'm did a, last week. I'm, I'm a food person. I like to eat. <laughs> this so. guy knows how to ask questions, Joe Lineman. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a peach cobbler person. I love peach cobbler. Ooh, that's so, a unique one. So, you know, if, if I had one dessert that I can eat in this whole wide world, it, 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 it would be peach cobbler. That's you awesome. Know, and it got to be loaded down with good peaches. And um, if you give me some peach cobbler, I'll sit here and keep my mouth shut, and you won't hear a peep out of me. <laughs> Um, Good thing we didn't do that before the radio show then. I know. I wouldn't be able to say that. After the show, yeah. After, yeah, yeah. So if, if you don't want to get on my good side, give me some peach cobbler. Nice. And a football question, um, I think one, one, the first thing, I think we got to build off of, off of what we just, you know, the, what, the game we just came off of. I think if, if we build off that and, and continue to do what we did last week of, of having a good week of practice, um, the energy was great. Um, guys was um, hungry. I know um, Coach Duff, you know, talked to, you know, the guys for the um, Saturday night for the game, and, and, and he was just trying to tell guys, like, get back to what you play this game for. You know, um, don't, don't, don't lose track of what you play this game for. And, and I think a lot of guys bought into it, like, you know, go back. You know, some guys play for the money. Some guys play for, you know, for whatever reason. But let's get back to that why. Why you do this. And I think a lot of guys just, you know, went out there and just, you know, competed. So we got to take one game at a time. So we take one game at a time and continue to play this game for each other. And that's another thing he was saying. You know, play this game for the man next to you. 
and cause we got a good, a good, a good like that locker room is good. We don't have no bad guys in there, and 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 and, and that's that's one thing that we haven't had in a long time. You know, no bad guys. So we we just we just clean take one game at a time and continue to compete. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, and you talked about how big the turnovers, both giving them up and the defense being able to get them, how big that was for the game of the day. And just the season overall, I mean, that really feels like the story of the season in so many ways. And um, I, I just have to imagine that that's so cool for you guys as an offense to see what happens when you don't give the ball up. And, and how impressed were you that Jameis was able to come back in there, start that game, and, and do it turnover free? Yeah, I, I love Jameis. I, mean, I think, I think Jameis is going to be a, a, a tremendous quarterback in this league. And uh, um, and the one thing I, I noticed by Jameis more than anything, you know, this game, you know, it's just that it, looked, it seemed like he was more poised, um, poised back there in the, in the pocket. I mean, he knew where he wanted to go with the football. He made good decisions. Um, he scrambled with his feet, which is what Jameis is good at doing. So he moved around the pocket and made plays. And, um, I mean, he didn't hold on to the ball. So, like I said, he knew where he was going. And um, and he was conscious now about, like, like, not trying to force throws. So I think he um, he had a good game plan and, and he executed it. And, you know, he, he, he was really led this offense and, you know, got us to this, you know, this win yesterday. That's awesome. We still have plenty more time here with DeMar Dotson. We are live from Hooters on Hillsborough. We're going to talk Thank more you. about football, more about his story of how he got to the NFL, which is an awesome one if you've never heard it before. So stick around. We're going to have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So, disruption? Yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why do it at all? Build Ford proud. Billy's internet costs too much dough for slow uploads that drain his side hustle flow. Now's the time to get Fios by Frontier with upload speeds five and a half times faster than Spectrum. Our triple play bundle is now just 90 bucks a month before taxes and fees with no annual contract. Visit Frontier.com FL today for upload speed comparison and complete offer details. You've got a friend on the digital frontier. Limited time offer. Equipment fees, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply. Service subject to availability. Hey, Ronnie Lane here. For Bucks game day coverage, it's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Panthers on Sunday, December 2nd. The Buccaneers pregame show starts at noon. Kickoff at 1 o'clock on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Putting a winning lineup together is tough. Getting a quote from GEICO is not. Visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO or contact your local GEICO office today. Hello, everyone. Domino's here. There's a sound you should get used to. That's right. We love our customers, and we're not above a little kissing up. And that's why we have a ridiculously good deal. We're giving you half off all pizzas when you order online. Go to dominoes.com, select the coupon, and get all pizzas 50% off menu price. But hurry, it's only valid through December 2nd. Oh, yes, we did. Online only through December 2nd at participating locations. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Offer applies to the pizza portion of your order only. Ahoy, Bucks fans. You could win two tickets to the ultimate insider experience. Breakfast with a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Imagine you and a buddy with 48 other winners enjoying eggs, bacon, and photo ops with the Buccaneer. Mind blown. This bucket list event will happen in spring 2019. Entering is easy. Just text 95999, keyword buck. Or stop by the Tampa Bay Times booth on game day at Bucks Beach. That's 95999, keyword buck to enter. 
Now more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Casey Phillips. What's going on, Bucks fans? Happy Monday. Thanks again for being with us here on this Victory Monday for the Buccaneers. And we are so excited to have DeMar Dotson here with us. Uh, we have so much to talk about with DeMar. We're going to get to some more football as well. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about your journey to the NFL. And I love the whole story. It's just it's crazy to me. And in case people don't know it, tell us a little bit about how you ended up first playing football. Well, you know, I, I originally started off playing basketball. You know, that was my, 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 my dream of choice. I always as thought, a 6'9 person, I am not yeah. surprised as I sit here next to you. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to the NBA until I found out I wasn't good enough to be in the NBA. <laughs> so, you know, quickly my dreams were shattered. But, you know, um, of course I went to, went to college on a basketball scholarship. So um, when I, while I was playing basketball, you know, I, we, I used to be in, you know, we used to be in the weight room a lot lifting. So, you know, some of the football coaches would come up and, you know, make it like a little jokes like, man, you should be playing football, like, you know, because I was real strong. But, you know, I kind of like, you know, threw it aside. But when the basketball season was over with, like I said, I knew I wasn't going to the, to the NBA. So I knew that, you know, that NBA dream that I had was quickly diminishing going down the toilet. <laughs> so I, I said that, you know, well, what, what do I got to lose? So I actually went and talked to him. It was Coach Ladford Doors his first year. So I went in there. And um and, and schedule an appointment with him to go see him, and I sit down in, on the, on his couch, and I and I told him that you know I want to come out and try to play football. And the first thing he asked me, "Have you ever played football before?" I said, "No, sir. I never played football in my life." You know, so he kind of looked at me like crazy, like, "What you think? <laughs> you know, what you think I'm supposed to do for you?" So you know, with me only having like you know really a semester to play, you know, he asked me like you know. You know why? You know why are you coming out here and want to play football? I said, you know, coach, I just want to come out and give it a shot. So he said, well, you know, spring training starting tomorrow. So you know, if you want, you serious about this, you know, let's get you down to the equipment room and you can, we come out here and see what you can do. So the next day I was out there running around. They didn't know where they wanted to put me at, so they started out kind of putting me at like tight end, and they quickly found out I couldn't catch. So they said, you know, that's not going to work. And they wanted to put me in offensive line, but they said, well, it's going to take I – mean, we don't have that, that much time to really groom the guy to play offensive line. So they just put me at like the one of the most easiest positions, and that's that defensive tackle. So, you know, they just say, man, just go straight, and then when we take to go left and right, go left and right. So that's almost kind of how it was. It's a pretty short playbook there. Yeah, yeah, pretty short playbook. So – you know, so I played, you know, at, at defensive tackle for, you know, from August to, you know, December. And I, I played in, like, three games. I had, like, two tackles and everything. And one of the tackles, actually, the guy ran into me. You know, we both fell down, so I got credit for that tackle on that play right there. <laughs> so when the season was over with, you know, actually, you know, before the season was over, we used to have, like, little scouts come in and, you know, see because we had, like, a tight end that was good. We had an offensive lineman. That was good. We had a linebacker that, you know, that was good. So we had scouts that was coming in and watching those guys. And then, you know, here I am, six foot nine, two hundred and ninety pounds, you know, stand out. So, you know, obviously scouts gonna be like, you know, who is this who's guy this who's this guy over here? So, you know, everybody like, Oh, he's you know, he's a basketball player. He's a, he's a basketball player. You know, so this one particular scout named Dom Green, he was a scout for the Tampa at the time and he kinda took took notice of me. So the first time he seen me, he said, wow, you look like an offensive tackle. You know, so he, he kind of, like, took interest in me. So he came back and on, on after pro day and kind of worked me out individually, did some stuff with me, um, had somebody film me. You know, he worked me out, did some drill stuff with me. And, um, and, he, just, and he left, and he just said, you know, we'll, we'll see how it go. 
And then when the draft was over with, you know, the draft came along, it was over with, he called me after the draft and said, you know, um, can, you get, can, you, can you come to Tampa? Can you make it to Tampa? And I told the guy no. <laughs> so, I don't know what I'm saying. He, he asked me, can you get yourself to Tampa? And I told him no. And I don't know how it was. That's some crazy stuff. So, <laughs> you know, so he asked, he's calling back. He said, okay. So he called him back. And he said, okay, what we do, we get, we, you know, we're going to send you a flight, get you here. Say we can't promise you anything, but we get you. And you can come to Tampa for three days and, you know, trial, you know, put the bucks gear on, you know, and, and we go from there. You're a so, master negotiator and you didn't even know it. And I, he, he was going to make you pay your way. And exactly. you were like, no, no, no. And I, and I told him no. <laughs> Man could have hung up and never called him back again. <laughs> and my whole dream would have been gone. Would have been gone. But, um, but I got here. And the funny thing, so when I got here, you know, I forgot to bring cleats. I mean, how stupid it is you coming to a, a NFL trial and, and the most important thing you forgetting your cleats. So I, I didn't bring no cleats to trial with. So I wear a size 18, and and I, I get to the to the to the to the to the equipment room. So I'm asking, you know, can I borrow a pair of cleats? And and, and the guy cussed me out and and asked me, you know, what you think you come here for? And then he asked me what size you wear. I said I wear 18. Well, we don't have no 18, so he gave me a 16. So you know that was the biggest size. That's the biggest size he had. So I had to take what it what I what I get. So I took him and put him on, and and, and that's when back then we were doing two days. You know, so we were doing it was, I think it was like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So we were doing two practices on Thursday, two on Friday, and then one on Saturday. So I went out there for the first practice. Here I'm scrunch on, you know, scrambling my feet into these size 16 shoes to go out there and practice. So after after that practice was over with. I mean, my feet is hurting. I said, man, I can't do this. I said, I, I mean, I can't do this. So I got to find, you know, go to option B. So option B was I cut the whole toe out. <laughs> so I cut the whole toe out the the shoe, and my feet and my toes are sticking out the shoe. So I went out there for the second practice, going out there with the whole front of the, the shoe cut out. <laughs> so I went out there, you know, practice like that. And, and now people stepping on my feet, my, my toes getting stubbed. And all that stuff. So after that practice over, I said, "Wow, that's not a good option either." <laughs> so I said, "I said, I said, well, the only option I got now is to go back to my tennis shoes." Oh my so God. I just, I just, I just finished out the practice in in in, in my tennis shoes, and that was Raheem's first year. And and I think like after the, you know, right at the last practice, he asked he, he asked one of the, the offensive line coach said, "Why why does guy have tennis shoes on?" The offensive line coach, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You know, so he he brought he brought everybody up, and he was like, "Man, this is the kind of guy we need on our team. This guy coming out here with tennis shoes on, making it happen." He said, "This is the kind of guy we need." So, and that, the hey, kind of guy that forgets his yeah. <laughs> so you know, so they they signed me after the trial after the trial, and hey, I've been here ever since. So, do you feel like that actually even contributed to them signing you? They think it's like this grit and like I think so. that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, here's you got I mean a trial, so you got to keep like. I think they had like like five guys, so you know. I mean, I'm already six nine, and I mean, what 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 do they lose? If I you know, if I don't pay it out, whatever. You know, yeah, whatever. Didn't even have to give you a pair of cleats. Yeah, you cost yeah. nothing. <laughs> so you know, I don't know what it was, but you know, he, 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 they kept me, and, and I made the most of it. Yes, you did. That, and you, I'm sure you have several pairs of cleats now. I got You're doing good. Okay, good. Now. They do yeah. carry your size 18 all, now. Oh, 18 is a need. I love it. All right, we got another caller on the line, Steve from Largo. Hey there, Steve. Hey, how are you? Wonderful. How about yourself? Hey, great. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, we were there yesterday. There were 14 of us uh, watching the game, and Damar, you sponsored us. Uh, uh, we had your do-gooder shirts on, 
And uh, we got about uh, 10, 10 kids. They're very, you know, very poor children. And they got to go to the game because of you. And, and they had the time of their life. They, uh, the staff treated them great. They, uh, they were throwing them beads and uh, giving them T-shirts. And it, it was just a wonderful time. We really wanted to thank you for that. Well, y'all might have been our good luck charm. We need to bring y'all back every week. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, believe it or not, we have a seventy, we have a seventy-three-year-old guy. He he volunteers with us too, and so we invited him to come. And he said, "We got to go to every game. We helped them win." <laughs> we helped them win. Yeah, that might that might have been what it was. But I'm glad, I'm glad yeah, y'all yeah. I'm, I'm glad y'all enjoyed it though. We did. So thank you very much. We truly appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you for giving back to the community. That's, yes, sir. Thank you. That's awesome. I love calls like that. And you do a great job of that, by the way. Yeah, we got everybody here showing the appreciation. You've always been really good about giving back. Uh, I know that this is my fourth season, so you've got me definitely uh, out out number of years here. But <laughs> at least in the four years I've been here, you are definitely one of the community heroes we have, which is awesome. Um, I was thinking about your story of how you, you didn't start playing football until – so it was your fifth – year in college or your fourth or how did that work no it's my fifth year like you know i guess you played all four year basketball four years basketball ncwa give you like four yeah. years to play five so because i had never registered in basketball i had a one year eligibility to go play another sport i couldn't go back to play basketball but i can go play another sport so you know so that's basically what what i was told that's cool which so is the rule did you grow up watching football at all i know you never played but were you a fan i mean I, I wouldn't say I was a fan of it. I mean, I would watch it, you know, but my, my, my dream and my passion was basketball. Yeah. And, I mean, I used to be out and playing basketball, like, sometime one or two in the morning, bouncing the ball. I used to run, you know, my neighbors crazy, you know, been out there, you know, driven the <laughs> ball. And my, I had an auntie that lived, you know, behind me, and she was, you know, trying to sleep. And here I am bouncing on boom, 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 <laughs> all times of night. And everything, you know, but that that was my dream. That was my passion. That's what I thought I was going to do in life. But, you know, like I said, you know, it quickly diminished. But, <laughs> you know, I still believe I can play, though. Oh, you can, you can oh. still hoop? Oh, yeah, I can I still know y'all have a hoop in the locker room. Do you? No, that's not no real hoop. Oh. See, so that, they, that's them guys get a, get a fantasy about themselves, man, so they can <laughs> throw a little bit of ball in a little hoop. That's and what then, it is. It's because yeah, it's a tiny hoop. Yeah, so being six nine doesn't help you as much anymore. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, yeah. Anybody, anybody can do That's that. That's the Jacquez Rogers hoop. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know what? He he be the main one on there every yeah, day. See, that's why and he the, finally gets yeah, to feel like you every day. So you gotta go to the real court with a real hoop and play some real basketball. <laughs> you no, know, that's what it's so only, only guy in that locker room that can probably give me some competition is Mike Evans. Yeah, he's. But I heard I'm, he's pretty good. But I'm better. When you're so, a lot bigger, so you so, definitely would be able to. He, he ain't gonna admit to this, but he know I'm better than him. Ooh. So he he ain't gonna admit to this. So I'm telling you, he, he you know you you see him tomorrow fight Wednesday. Tell him I said it. I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear his response to this now. Uh, you said that part of what sparked this whole thing was them seeing you in the weight room. So mm -hmm. what were what were you doing that was impressing the football coaches? I, I was I was like you know benching like 400 pounds playing basketball. Jeez. So you know that was that was kind of you know you know you know kind of different for yeah. a basketball player to be lifting that kind of weight yeah. so you know the, you know the football coaches like looking looking at me and, and um saying hey, man you should be playing some football Jeez, yeah so can you but, what can you bench now uh, I, I mean i don't bench heavy now i don't try not to bench too much heavy you know because i don't need all that load yeah you know 
But you know, I could probably bench about what I was benching in college. If I can get you know over four hundred on the, on the bench, four fifteen, four twenty. So that, that, does that make you one of the out. stronger guys on the team? No, we got some guys be throwing some weight around, man. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, like yeah. who? Who's who would you say is the best in the weight room now? Um, bench wise, or um, even 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 is a strong bencher. Um, um, he's he's a, he, Evan is a strong squatter too. I've seen some of them guys. Um, um, the guy I, I always call him Nacho, the new defensive line. Oh, they call Nunez Roches. Oh, yeah, you call him I call Nacho. him Nacho. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I said he always answered too. I said, "What's up, Nacho?" And he'll turn around. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah. You've trained him well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see him lifting, man. I, they do the squats. He had like five plates on each side, and Jeez. I couldn't even put one plate on the side and try to squat. If I put five plates on that thing and squat down, I wouldn't get up. Well, you have longer to go down. That's not fair. You know, the short guys, it's like their squats, you know, like half the length of yours. Yeah, I'm trying it, to help you out. Is yeah, that, is that but, work? But it hurt me just watching it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't do it. So you but. said that you played D-line for that brief little period in college before switching to O-line for with the Buccaneers. Did, did that D-line knowledge help you at all, or did you not even know enough back then to help you as no. an O-lineman? No, and I'm saying all, all, I had one move, and that was just go straight. <laughs> it's was, not that, even a move. That's that my only move. Oh, to go straight. That's just running. That's not that's a move. That's all I was. Go straight. I didn't. I didn't play much. I mean, like, I, I, it's like three or four games they actually put me in. And, and you know, and that's what it was. They lined me up, and I had just go straight, and that, that that's all I did. I didn't I didn't stunt, I didn't move, <laughs> I didn't have no swim move, nothing. I just go straight, go. and that's what I did. I, I got off the ball. That's my D line coach tell you, just try, get off, get off, and I just go. get off the ball, that's and that's amazing. what I did. And I had one tackle, and I had one tackle guy ran into me, running back, he ran head on, and we both fell back, and, and like, that was Yay. my that's my two tackles. <laughs> And I and I and I wear it proudly. But, um, yeah, wear it proudly. It's uh, your most proud moment of your NFL. Yeah, career. but my agent, my it's funny. I, my agent, I don't know if he was a bad agent or what, but he 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 was at that game watching me. He and he wanted to sign me. <laughs> <laughs> so so I don't know. That's all it took was the one tackle, and he said, "This is <laughs> this guy knows how to fall well. I want to sign this guy. That's incredible." So how did you figure out O line? I mean, they talked about how they didn't even want to try to teach you O line in college because it is so much more complicated. Mm -hmm. First of all, actually, I realized I want to ask if you have told our D tackles that you view that as they stuck you at the easiest position. Um. Because I, I feel like I, I want you to tell Gerald and Vita and Bo and these guys this and see their reactions. Well, 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 when I say when I say easy, I mean you know it's kind of easy, more easy to pick up, you know, because offensive, you know, lineman, you got a lot of stuff, man. You just can't throw a lineman out there who never played before. But right. D line, you, you can, can throw someone. Yeah, out. you can tell them just go See, straight. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you, might, you might not do it well, yeah. but you know, go <laughs> straight. Go yeah, go straight doesn't I work. I mean, those for guys no like you know, jail, you know, and that's a that's a whole nother level. But you know, just go straight, and that's what I did. Go straight. That's amazing. You know. So how did you pick up the O-line stuff? I mean, that's to go be picking that up at an NFL level first when mm -hmm. there's people who've been trying to play this position for a decade. How did, how did you do that? I mean, well, one, this organization was a whole lot patient with me because, you know, when I, when I first got here and, you know, and switching over to, to offensive tackle, I mean, it, it was a lot of growing pains. And I, and I think that they knew that you know, going into it that, you know, this is a project and it's a guy that we're going to have to work with, you know, for years until he come on his own, you know. So I had I had a um, 
a good offensive line coach. It was on um, Pete McGarry at the time. You know, I mean, you know, no, no, sure that's a name you you never heard of, <laughs> but you know, Pete McGarry. They called him Angry Pete. That that that, that was his name because he was always angry, and and um, and he used to, he used to work with me a lot. And I had you know, was he always angry with you? Oh, you know, always, yeah. always, <laughs> always. I think the younger you was, the more angry he was at you. And um, and I had I had older guys, you know, veteran guys like Donald Penn at that time. You know, used to used to always work with me, and um, but it was a process. And then, uh, but the thing about me, you know, I was hungry and I was determined. So I was always coming in early. I was always staying late. You know, I was always out 15, 20, you know, 25 minutes before practice, and I was always 20, 25, 30 minutes after practice, just you know, you know just working on my craft. So every opportunity I got, you know, especially my rookie year, you know, going to training camp, you know, you're not getting that many reps. You know, you're not here. I'm on the third team, so you might get, you know, two reps or, or one rep or a team period. So every rep I got, you know, I I try to make the most of it. Every one-on-one rep I got. You know, I made the most of it. So I was trying to, like, throw guys to the ground. I would punch you in the face. You know, whatever I had to do to 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 to, to make myself known, I was willing to do it. So, you know, that's why sometimes when I see a lot of undrafted free agent guys come in and they're kind of passive, they're kind of soft, they kind of like I, – I, I, it, it almost made me sit back and like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, your back is already against the wall. Like, what do you have to lose? I mean, nobody's bringing in an undrafted free agent and saying, man, we need this guy on our team to make it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got to go out there and show these people that, hey, like, I deserve to be around here. You know, so whatever I got to do, if I got to punch you in the face, if I got to, you know, snatch you up, I, I'm going to do it. And that's what I did. And um, and we went through, you know, um, training camp and went through preseason. And I made the 53-man roster. Like, I never spent not one second on practice squad. Or nothing like you know his guy coming from basketball to defensive line to NFL offensive tackle and not one minute on practice squad. So I was I was always on for the three man roster. So I mean it was a blessing. Like I think God you know put me in Tampa for a reason. I think you know that was my destiny. And I always you know you know try to stay you know to that 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 humility to realize that you know it was a destiny. It was a purpose for me being here. You know, and that, that's that's what I always that's the, that's the walk I have every day. I don't never take this for granted. You know, I don't never try to get too high, and I never try to get too low because you know, no matter what it is, no matter what struggle I go through, you know, in this in this game of football or life, I, I I always revert back to I believe I'm here for a reason. That's amazing. I love that. All right, we still have plenty of time here with Demar Dotson. Still plenty of chances for you to get your questions in for him. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the More section of the Bucks app, or give us a call Hillsboro eight one three nine nine zero forty six twenty. Pinellas seven two seven four six one forty six twenty, or toll free eight 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 five four six forty six twenty. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. When it comes to cancer, defense isn't always the right strategy. You have to be willing to go on the offensive to attack it relentlessly like Moffitt Cancer Center, standing up to it with the same courage Moffitt sees in every cancer patient they treat. That's why Moffitt is working every day to outsmart cancer, not just to react to it, but to get ahead of it, which is the best way to win. To see stories of courage, visit moffitt.org courage. Moffitt, proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The dance of the sugar plum fairy. She glides, she twirls, And here comes the best part. Clara and the Nutcracker step down and... 
Take their seats of honor in a brand new Mercedes-Benz C-Class, the epitome of elegance in motion. Truly, we've never stopped reinventing this classic. Rewrite your holidays at the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event, going on now at your Mercedes-Benz dealer, where you can experience the C-Class or the GLA, the compact SUV that's big on style. Lease the 2019 GLA 250 for $359 a month for 36 months with 3707 due at signing. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Monthly lease payment is available only to qualified customers exclusively through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Our participating dealers through January 2nd, 2019. Some equipment described as optional. Call 1-800-344-8736 for details about costs and terms. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Euro Cars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Loki Motor Company, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel, or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. You say there's nothing quite like the feel of the open road when you ride a motorcycle. You know it takes concentration, knowledge, and skills beyond those required to drive a car. Ride Smart Florida would like to take this opportunity to remind you to enjoy the road, but to always ride smart. S-M-A-R-T. Say no to drinking and riding. Make yourself more visible to motorists. Always wear your helmet. Ride and control. Train regularly and get endorsed. Visit RideSmartFlorida.com for more details. Do you ride smart? This message is provided by the Florida Department of Transportation. For the ultimate in tailgating, head over to Lazy Days RV, the world's largest RV dealership. Choose from over 1,500 RVs from the nation's largest selection of RV brands. Plus, at Lazy Days, experience more. Up to $7,000 in benefits that only Lazy Days offers. And visit Florida's largest RV accessory store. For a huge selection of tailgating RVs, visit Lazy Days off I-4, exit 10 in Tampa. Lazy Days, exclusive RV partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Visit them online at LazyDays.com or stop by. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Casey Phillips. Welcome back in, Bucks fans. We are still here with Damar Dotson, who has been awesome. Uh, one of my favorite players we've had on for sure. And there's still plenty of time for you to get your questions in for him. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter or give us a call. Uh, we got a question from Jackie that says, uh, who is your favorite NBA team and favorite NBA player since you're such a big basketball fan? Oh, my, my, well, my current team is the, is the San, Antonio, um, San Antonio Spurs. Um, I'm, I'm a big, you know, um, Coach Pop, Pop fan. And, and, um, and I just – the biggest thing I hate now is they, they trade away my man, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, you know, and then I, that, he was that, your guy. That, 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 that was my guy, man. I mean, that's – because it was my team. Yeah. You know, but I grew up a Shaq fan. You know, I, I I don't know why I thought I could be the next Shaq, but <laughs> well, you have a better shot at it than most people, <laughs> considering your size. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I ain't seven foot though. But you know, I I mean, you go you go to my house today, you know, you still see the old Shaq posters all over the wall. Like my whole room is like Shaq. That's you know, awesome. You know, you see it was Shaq pictures here and Shaq pictures there and Shaq pictures here and everywhere. So I thought I was gonna be the next Shaquille O'Neal. Have you ever gotten to meet him? I've never. I mean, I mean, if you can set that up. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love how much power you think I have. Uh, is it crazy to realize that, like, he would be bigger than you? Like, I'm sure it's not often you run across people bigger than you. I know. I can only imagine. I mean, his guy's seven foot. And weighs. 300 plus pounds. Yeah, weighs the same as you, yeah. but has and, and a few inches on Now I think he's like 340 because, I mean, he put on a lot of weight since he retired. <laughs> you see him? So, I mean, that, that, that would, that would that, I mean, if I had one guy I could meet, That'd you know, that probably That'd probably be it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What about was that always your team growing up, the Spurs, or did you have different teams when you were younger? No, I was I was Lakers guy growing up because of Shaq. Shaq. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's the more recent thing. So then when Shaq retired, you know, I became more of a Tim Duncan type guy. 
So I, I jumped on the Spurs bandwagon. So when Tim Duncan retired, so I just stayed with the Spurs. Okay, and we, as we we're discussing the fact that you are one of the bigger guys, you're definitely one of the bigger guys on the team. Depending on how you measure it, you're the tallest guy. Yeah, a few taller. guys have you outweighed. Yeah. Uh, but like Donovan, like Don, yeah. <laughs> like that you would like to point that out. That's. <laughs> um, we like to talk on the Alley and Donovan show about big man struggles, and I thought this would be a perfect time to discuss with you that you definitely would have your own set of unique big man struggles, being as tall as you are and weighing as much as you do. So, what are the things in life that us, you know, people that are a little bit smaller don't understand about being six nine and three fifteen. Well, I, my my biggest pet peeve is, and I, and I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but I hate when like you know I'm going to like at a store or some or wherever I'm at, and some random person they just walk up to you. They don't say hello. They don't <laughs> say how you doing. They don't say how your day going. They just say, "How tall are you?" <laughs> you know. You know, just just out of out of sky blue, you just just catch you out the out the, out the, out the you know like off guard and everything like, huh? <laughs> you know, and you know, you know, at least ask me how I'm doing first, or hey, or, or, or what's up, or something. Just how tall are you? And then 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 you know what the next question is. Do you, you play you, basketball? You play football? Yeah. You play basketball? You know, I had I had I had one woman. I was in the um Whole Food Whole Food store one day. And and she came up, started talking to me, and I knew what it was leading to. I knew what she wanted to <laughs> You've ask me. You've been there man. before. Yeah, I knew what it wanted to ask me. So I was hoping she was going ahead and get to the point. So she was just talking about all kind of stuff. Her her, her husband used to play football, and and, and her um, son was playing football, you know, college and stuff. You know, you know. So after five minutes later, she finally went ahead and asked the question that she wanted to ask, you know, five minutes ago. He said, "You you play football." <laughs> I said, I said, no, man, I don't, I, don't, I don't play football, man. No, I don't play football. And the woman looked at me and said, you ought to be ashamed of yourself and, walk, <gasps> and walked away. No way. Never, never said nothing to him. Just, just told me you ought to be ashamed of yourself. That you had wasted this wait, I wasted I, I waste all the time. I think for two <laughs> things, I think that, one, I wasted a God-given height. And two, she sat there and talked five minutes, thinking she was talking to a football player. And she'd wasted and her she'd time. And she wasted her whole time. So Even though she didn't. She actually no, she, was no, talking she, to a football no, player. No, yes, but, yeah. but she was mad, though. A <laughs> whole expression just changed on me and everything just dropped. Do you have another career that you tell people you do when you don't feel like telling them that you play football? We need to come up yeah, with something like I, gymnastics or something that, just to really throw people off. Yeah, I, I just tell them I'm a, I'm a minister. <laughs> which, I, which I had, that's not wrong, you uh, know. Yeah, I, told, I had, I had one. You know, I, you know, I, I was driving my car. I got a Bentley, so I was um, pulling up one day and um, get some barbecue. The guy, um, you know, came, hey, play football, man. I said, no, 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 sir, no, I don't play no football, man. He said, he said, what is you that you do then? What you do? I said, I'm a minister. Oh, you a minister? Yeah, man, come pray for me, cause <laughs> I want to get with you guys. <laughs> 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 I want whatever gets me that Bentley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, want, I want what you got. That's amazing. I love that. What about, and, and the the fashion, I feel like the, the clothes, all that. You guys got to wear a suit every road trip, and you always look very nice, which I mm. imagine takes takes some effort that it's not like you can just go buy some clothes at a store as you walk by, I'm guessing. Yeah, every, I, got, I got better now because, you know, I, I mean, my first few years, I used to wear the big bag of stuff. So, you know, I remember um, Vincent Jackson used to talk about me. You know, you said my stuff looked like, uh, you know, it's a bedspread because, you know, I had, you know, the baggy pants and the baggy sh- and the jacket and everything. You know, I wasn't fashion. I didn't know about the slim stuff, you know, because, I, you know, we were coming from, you know, people wearing that kind of little, you know, 
It was men and wealth type stuff. Yeah. So, you know, that wasn't my style. So now when I when I started seeing, you know, the people wear all the tight stuff and it, and it looked good, and I think that's fashion. So I kind of went to the, you know, slim fit now. So yeah, I, yeah, I, now yeah, you got I the kinda, fitted stuff. Yeah, the fitted stuff now. So I, you know, but they getting tighter and tighter. I yeah. mean, some of the stuff. Okay, I think you actually still do wear some of the bigger stuff yeah, as compared to other some guys. Some of the stuff the I see, man, I don't know how they get into it. <laughs> I saw one guy, I and mean, then it, then it started becoming not only is coming tight. But you know the pants leg getting high, so it's called become like tight, hot, hot. You know, you no. Know, Looks like, like they've outgrown it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris so, Godwin was wearing that last week. I, I told him he was know. ready for the flood. So I, I, I never get to that level now. I just, you know, they got me in some, you know, no little kind of little slim, but I ain't going to that crazy level. So You're never gonna have I ain't gonna the, cross the over. Pants. Yeah, I ain't yeah. gonna cross over that far. So I just stay in my little lane. <laughs> and now you're old enough that you can just say, no, that's what the young yeah, kids yeah, wear. And now I don't wear that. <laughs> Yeah. What are the I, ways I think that, that the rappers they listen to be wearing that stuff? Oh, I love it. So yeah. you don't listen to the music no, the youngins listen no, to? I don't, I don't listen to rap. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't know what they be talking about. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't listen to rap. So I, wait, you can't understand them, or you actually don't know what they're talking about? Both. Both. Okay. Good. Both. Well, right. I don't understand them, and I don't know what they talking about. No, you don't have to make sense. Just the beat. That's they, yeah. That's true. Just, just go with the beat. Going and knocking here. And, so I don't like. I don't like rap. What you do know? you listen to then? I like. I like. R&B, I like gospel, okay. I like I like blues, okay. you know, so I like old school blues too, you know, a little um, Bobby Blue Band, Bland, oh. you know, a little Johnny Taylor, you know you, know, you might not know about these people here, these people. I'm about there, to go listen to it when we leave here. Yeah, I, I imagine that, you don't get to play the music in the locker room often though. No, no, they wouldn't want to listen to my music. Yeah, they'd be kicking you yeah, off. Yeah, kicking me out. But you know, I do, on, um, when I go to the weight room. Coach Kennedy put my music on. Oh. So he he, he puts he puts my gospel on. So he I like gospel. So he puts my gospel on. Then you know they work out with, and then guys come in there after me, after me. You know they got to work out to the gospel. I know they don't be too happy by it. That's, <laughs> that's not that's not no workout music. Yeah. But you know it gets me going though. I be up there lifting good, and they yeah. they up there for falling asleep. Look like they falling asleep. That's but, amazing. I, but that's the only time I get to listen to it. I got to listen to your stuff all in the locker room. And yeah, this is my time. Yeah, my time. That's so, so. great. Uh, so I imagine you, you have uh, – how many kids do you have again now? You have, you have a new baby. Uh, uh, yeah, I have three. I have three. Now that you have a new baby, which mm-hmm. congratulations. You said eight weeks old. Uh, so are you, how old are the other kids? I, I, my son is, is, is nine, and my, my son is, is nine and looks like he's about 14. That's <laughs> My son, nine years old. He's he's five foot eight, oh uh, one hundred eighty-five pounds. Oh my gosh! And wear a size thirteen shoe. Oh my god! That, that's 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 my nine-year-old. Holy cow! Yeah, and I got I got a four-year-old, a four-year-old daughter. Just what six foot tall? Like, geez. She gonna be every oh bit of gosh. six plus. I'm and sure. Nine. She she's tall. I hope you have a basketball in her hand, or as that lady would say, "How dare you <laughs> waste this height?" So you better be giving them a basketball. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, and so I, I want to hear, since you are you know the elder statesman of the O-line room now, what are the ways that you find yourself feeling old compared to the guys, or do and do they give you grief for being older? Um, not really. I think I think one, you know, I think some of the, some of the, the 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 jokes don't be that funny to me. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think that's one of the kind of one of the disconnects. You know that I that I have. You know, you know, some of the, in the jokes and joking around be a little on the goofy side. <laughs> 
So, and so, you're more sophisticated. Yeah, than that. I don't yes. know, more sophisticated, but it don't make me laugh. <laughs> so to me, if it don't make me laugh, it ain't funny. It ain't funny. It ain't funny. So I like I like I like old old comedians like uh, Red Fox. Um, I like Steve Harvey. I like Steve yep. Harvey. Oh, stand up. Um, but you know the new comedians like Kevin Hart. I I watched the whole Kevin Hart thing and I didn't laugh not one time. <laughs> So I don't know if it's just me or him. You're getting to be uh, that grouchy old man. That's what's happening. <laughs> you know who I get that from? I get that from God's. Oh, yeah, God's. God right. hung around here, man, and, and, and you were swole here about 63. <laughs> I mean, he walked around look like he was old. He was like he was just just angry. And I said, like, man, you're too young to be acting to like be that. What happens when you go out there in the real world? You ain't but 32 years old. We maybe like 33, 34, 9. But, yeah, he was just like, he was just like, he swore you like you thinking about 72. <laughs> So he, he was angry but at the world. you still got the young at heart. Yeah, I got the You got the young at heart. That's awesome. All right, we still have one more segment coming up here with Damar Dotson. Last-minute questions. You can get in. Use that hashtag on Bucks Radio for Twitter, or you can give us a call. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. This is Gerald McCoy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As a kid, I used to wish. Someday, I'm going to play in the NFL. And I hoped. Someday, I'll be a first-round pick. And I dreamed. Someday, I'll be a pro bowler. Because someday holds so much hope for all of us. As the exclusive hospital of the Buccaneers, Florida Hospital supports everyone who believes in someday. And someday soon, Florida Hospital will be Advent Health. So you're homesick and uploading pics of your kitten is all you want to do. But when your cable is slow, it's like your internet took a sick day too. Now's the time to get Fios by Frontier with upload speeds five and a half times faster than Spectrum. Our triple play bundle is now just 90 bucks a month before taxes and fees with no annual contract. Visit Frontier.com FL today for upload speed comparison and complete offer details. You've got a friend on the digital frontier. Limited time offer. Equipment fees, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply. Service subject to availability. At Hooters, you can watch the games with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world-famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice-cold beer and those craveable wings that'll knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans that live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. And while you're there, enjoy Hooters' great game day eats. Join us for the Bucks Players Show every Monday night at 5 p.m. at Hooters on Hillsboro. Hey, Ronnie Lane here for Bucks game day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Panthers on Sunday, December 2nd. The Buccaneers pregame show starts at noon. Kickoff at 1 o'clock on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Putting a winning lineup together is tough. Getting a quote from Geico is not. Visit geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO or contact your local Geico office today. Buccaneers Total Access continues, brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Bucks team reporter, Casey Phillips. Hey there, Bucks fans. How's everybody doing? We are back here live from Hooters on Hillsborough. We are here every Monday with a different player from 5 to 6 p.m., so make sure you come on out, say hi, get some autographs, get some photos. We have Damar Dotson here with us for this final segment. Uh, so looking forward to this game in Carolina. Uh, what is it like whenever you – play a team just over and over I'm sure it feels like twice a year you've already played them once this year what really will be the big factor in making sure that this time you guys are coming on out on top when both teams now pretty familiar with each other yeah um I mean me personally I, I don't know how many times I've played you know Carolina um but it used to be a, a they had Charles Johnson he was a 
like, you know, long-time defense end. So, I mean, you know, that's the guy I used to go against, you know, year after year, twice a year, you know. So we knew each other, you know, and it was good battles. You know, now I mean, Charles, you know, retired, you know. So now they got, you know, Julius Peppers, the ageless wonder, you know, still out there, you know, running around. And, um, but, you know, to, to me, don't, I mean, what, what I, what I, when I, when I play against, like, you know, guys like Carolina and, and, and the Saints and, and, and the Falcons, I mean, it's, it's, it's division games, you know. So, I mean, you, you, you want to try to win your division. And, that, and, that's, and that's, that's the game that you want to try to get because, you know, NFC South is a tough division. You know, so you try to, like, go out there. I mean, I mean this game, you know, means something when you're trying to play against the guys that's in your division because it's like, who going to own this division? And guys like, you know, the Saints and, and, and Carolina and, and, and Atlanta, I mean, been on this division for, for a lot of years. And, and Tampa has been on the back burner of this division for a long time. So, I mean, you will hope that, you know, one, one point, one, hopefully one day that you get to a, that Tampa get to a point that they start taking over this division. Yeah, that's huge. And for you guys, for the O-line, what are the big goals for the rest of the season? And just overall, how do you feel like you've played so far? You know, you have Ryan Jensen that's been added to the team. And, uh, and you know, Alex Kappa got his first snaps this last game. And just overall, looking at the O-line, what do you guys think that you, you can accomplish? And, and what does this line look like? I think the, the, the O-line, the thought they played good the, um, this last game and, and, until we got in the meet room and, and, and a man named George Warhop graded us. <laughs> you know, and and, and, and and people start looking at their grades and realize, man, they didn't play as good as they thought they played. <laughs> so you know, that's that's always the worst feeling. When, and that's one thing about you know um, the, the game. You know, at the, on Mondays, it ain't always bad as you think it is, and it ain't always good as you think it is. That's very you true. You know, and I think guys came in, boy, just excited about that win and feeling good, and then came in and got grades and seen, whew. What is good thought it was. <laughs> so but I, I think um the one of the the best things that we doing is we're doing a good job of competing. You know, um that that's one thing that, you know, nobody can can look at film and say, Well, those guys not playing hard or those not those guys not competing. You know, it's always technical things that, you know, each individual guy, you know, can do better at to clean up in their game. And that's one thing that, you know, our coach you know, always, you know, hearing on and, and trying to, you know, narrow down like, you know, let's work on your technique. Let's 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 let's, let's never like let that get because when the season get, you know, as the season grow on, you know, your technique start to get sloppy because you know what I'm saying. You kind of like you wore down, you're tired, and you think you got it, and then it show up, you know, like oh, you know, you let your technique, you know, step away on this. So and those things that he always try to like, you know, you know, just keep having those, keep your technique straight, keep your technique straight, keep your technique straight. So. um and then biggest thing that you know, another thing that we you know we cut down on on, on mental errors. I think you know, uh, in the beginning of the season, you know, we was having a lot of you know, you know, mental errors, and, and I think like in the last four or five games, you know, we don't have like you know one as a whole unit. So that's another thing that we've been um, doing a good job at. So. That's huge. And and I know Carolina is really known, especially for their front seven, and largely because of, like, a Luke Keekley and that everybody yeah. talks about how good he is. That guy's smart, man. But like, what does that like, do to an O-line to face a guy like him, like, and why is he so good? Like, when I say he's smart, he's smart because, you know, you, you can be sitting up there, like, we, we, we call a play in the huddle, you know, so you go into the line to get ready to run your play, and he start calling out what you about to do. <laughs> you know, he start calling, ball going to be here. 
any of them, he, he, you be like, Damn, he right. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> he right. So you don't know what to do just run the play because he done, he done already called the play out. And, um, and I promise you, that last game we played, we played Carolina, he did that at least by 10 or 15 times, you know, and was right. It was right. I mean, telling guys what's for to happen, telling the defense in they for to do this. You, they for. I mean, he 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 uh, he do either he's smart or he spent a lot of time in the film room That's studying. That's incredible. What does that so. do for you guys? And how do you handle that? And how do you try to still do your jobs well when they already you, know what you're you going to do? You just gotta do it. I mean, at that point, you, <laughs> can't, you can't call a new play. Wow. So you just gotta go ahead and hey, he might he might know it's coming, but you still gotta. They got to run it. That's so crazy. Well, Damar, thank you so much for being with us. This has been awesome. We really appreciate it. Did you have fun? Oh, I had fun. Good. You know, I, 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 I was on the Allen Donovan show. I got a little little, 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 little attention. So Look at that. You just maybe when now. I leave off the Casey show, I get a little more attention. <laughs> I love it. Let's hope so. You know? Now we got to make me sound good here. So everybody give Damar a lot of attention now, and he's been famous. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Thanks to all of you for listening. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access next week right here, Mondays 5 to 6, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. When your young athlete is injured and needs help getting back in the game, who do you turn to? The Johns Hopkins All Children's Sports Therapy Center in Tampa specializes in providing your child the best pediatric physical and occupational therapy and protecting your child's recovery to help prevent future injury. Focusing only on children and young adults, Johns Hopkins All Children's Sports Therapy Center in Tampa wants to get your athlete back in the game and back to playing the sports they love. Learn more at HopkinsAllChildrens.org. When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So, disruption? Yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why do it at all? Build Ford Proud. At Hooters, you can watch the games with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world-famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice-cold beer and those craveable wings that'll knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans that live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. On game day, enjoy 450 Bud and Bud Light Big Daddy mugs or Bud Buckets, just $12. See you at Hooters. Football fans, rejoice! Affinity Rewards, fueled by Chevron, is back and better than ever. Sign up at Affinity.com, start earning points, and score big with game tickets, official team gear, autographed merchandise, and unique experiences with your favorite team. Sign up, start earning, score big. Register at Affinity.com and start earning points today. That's A-F-A-N-I-T-Y.com to register. See program rules for details. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access has been brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks, your friend on the digital frontier. Join us again next Monday live from Hooters on Hillsborough Avenue. Hooters, the original wing joint, celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. This is 620 WDAE St. Petersburg and 95.3 FM, home of the best Bucks coverage.